If I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down or step into your perfection? Welcome to Perfect Mode, where there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay, rapper, the spiritual teacher, with my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real, so let's be perfect. Thank y'all for joining us today. And first off, let me start by telling y'all that we love y'all. We're grateful for the opportunity to be anywhere sharing our thoughts, hopefully in helping you realize that you are perfect. And the reason I can unapologetically say that is because I know that you are one of one. You are unique. You cannot be duplicated, replicated, any of those etiquettes. You cannot be those. And the only way you think that you're not perfect is if you're looking over to somebody else and saying, I'm not them. But guess what? They, not you. It's yours truly, Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood reels. And I have my boy, Jay Clay, spiritual rapper and teacher. And we about to get in here talk about talking about asking deeper questions. What does that mean? Asking deeper questions, man. That 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 thing could just be. The, but go ahead, Jay. What up, man? Yeah, it could be all of it. What up? Happy Sunday. <laughs> perfect land to all my perfect people on perfect mode, doing perfect things, being perfect, feeling perfect. All this perfectness. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's a, it's a nice, beautiful, bright Sunday, not too cold, hopefully where you are. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's it's going to be good today though. Okay. 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 <laughs> so I can honestly tell you, um, at seeing the topic, a million things came to my mind. And, um, I guess the beautiful thing about that is it just goes to show you number one, when there's a thought provoking quote. The aspects of your life that is not highlighted or it is highlighted will become prominent to you. And so whenever I saw asking deeper questions, it made me think of every aspect of my life. And it's pretty much all of them that I know that I need to ask deeper questions. But I want to know what your thoughts were when you saw it and what you think about it. Yeah, it, 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 it's cool. It, what it, the cool thing is it just goes along with everything we're going. We've been talking about these past few weeks and just, you know, thinking bigger, raising your your threshold, all of that. And I realized like there's some questions I haven't asked myself in a long time. Uh, and it can be on, on multiple levels, like you said. So <laughs> things are the way they are in anyone's life because they never objected to it or, or they, 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 they brought it about and then they were satisfied with it. You know what I mean? So like, for instance, just before this, we were talking about how to make perfect mode even better. And unless we ask that question, we may not ever make it better. And but but it's, it's, it's so much that goes into that. But go ahead. No, I, I want to add to and I'm, I'm glad you brought up the beginning of the show because um, I actually want to bring it up as well. But I think there is also a piece to this that we got to make sure we include using us as an example. We are a tandem. We are a group. We have a lot of businesses that we do together. But the beautiful part about our partnership this entire time that we've been around each other and our friendship is that I've always had our best interests at for heart and you had our best interests at for heart, right? And so even before you talking to me and saying, what can we do, asking a deeper question to make perfect mode better or whatever the business is that we're talking about, you said, what can I do? And I think that's a big part of um, all things like you, you. You you don't want to ask a deeper question for everybody before you ask it to yourself, um, because once you start to ask that question for yourself, then it actually opens up doors and potentially opportunity for the other people you may be dealing with. Um, but I definitely think it starts at home. And I think that um, you're right. We, we kind of, you know, maneuver through life without 
looking at the details in such a way that we we don't even realize how much how how much more beneficial it will be for us just to even take a little deeper dive. But go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and, and what's funny is like on my my spiritual journey, I started asking these really deep questions like, "Who am I? Who am I really? You know what I mean? What does that mean? Who am I if I had no history? If like my history was erased and I started today?" Who am I? Like stuff like that. And I've, I've answered those questions. I've continued to answer those questions. But so in, in asking those questions, it changed a lot of my day to day. It affected my normal day to day just automatically by asking those questions. But I never went back and asked the questions of the things it affected. You know what I mean? Like, let's say it affected my, my work life. I never went and then asked questions about work life. I just kind of took it for where it settled at based on that high viewpoint. And it's like, now nah, there's some room for more improvement um, based on what you really want out of life. And, and again, like we, we don't know what we really want unless we ask those questions. And once we ask those questions, we'll attempt to answer them, whether we come up with a good answer or not, but we'll be calibrating, making our days more perfect. Now, the, the beautiful thing about this, bro, like is that, uh, Funny enough, yesterday I went and did a speaking engagement, and uh, it was in Fort Worth, downtown Fort Worth. Shouts out to Nikita Jacobs, who invited me and, uh, you know, Nikedra uh, and um, and Frank Moss, as well as uh, Tarnisha, to come and speak. Um, but when we first got to this building, which was the lunch lunchbox, uh, which I'll shout them out as well. It's a building out in uh, the back of Fort Worth. Um, the owner of it, like, oh, so you're a guest speaker. What are you going to talk about? And my response to him was, I don't know, and I kind of laugh, a kind of chuckle um, after. I was like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? He's like, what? He's like, you, you come in here to speak and you don't know what you're going to talk about yet? And I was like, nah, I was like, pretty much I, I, I talk for a living. So, um, you know, I think I'd be okay. But in that moment, even though I had asked myself that question prior to, I didn't really give it any true thought because I, I always know that I'm going to be okay, right? Um, but in that moment, I sat back and I thought to myself, what am I going to say? And then I thought about what she wanted me to talk about. And she was like, she wanted me to tell my story, um, but use a motivational tense behind it. And so this is where asking deeper questions comes into play. And I love the fact that, you know, you kind of highlight in a sense where it makes you look at yourself. It makes you realize where you truly stand and it helps you to catapult yourself to wherever the next level is going to be. So ultimately, a vision board speaking engagement for the people is supposed to help them catapult. But it also helped me catapult because of in that moment, I really thought to myself, what is my history? What is my path? What is my story? And funny enough, I was sitting talking to one of my good friends, Franklin Moss, and I'm talking through my past or my story. And I realized because a part of my story, he was a part of it. I wasn't really seeing it. I saw it the way that I saw it, but I wasn't seeing it from the impact that it had on others that you're speaking about. And once I realized that it did reframe my steps and my speech, not only that, but also in how I want to go moving forward, because I know who I was, even from somebody else's perspective that I kind of agreed with and also what impact it had on them. And then also the impact that it had on my career just off of something that I might not even realize that it was. But go ahead, Jack. Yeah. And, and it's funny too, like even, even in the question uh, of, of them asking you like what you're going to talk about, you already answered a question for yourself, like you said, of who you are. You are a speaker. Speakers yeah. speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, uh, if, if I went to a mechanic workshop and somebody was like, hey, we need you to, can, can you fix, you know how you're going to fix this? It's like, nah, I'm not a mechanic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, because that's, yeah. that's part of the soul searching and things I've accepted for myself. But with anything, I know at the same time, though, I can do anything. We can do all things, but we don't realize where it can be a limit in something like that or, or, or with anything that, that we have within us that could be preventing us from doing, having, or being some kind of way. And it's, it's important to... It's like we, we need to question our questions or be mindful of the, the answers we gave ourselves. Because in, in a way, the answers are the end. It, the answers end everything. Questions open it up. It's like it's a quest. We're on a quest. We're on a journey. And when we get to decide our journey, because we talked about that a lot, it's not about the end result. It's not about the answer. It's about the journey. We get to set the terms of the quest based on the questions that we ask. And again, I, I love the fact of once you ask those questions, 
you get to truly examine things in its true nature. Now, you know, one of the things that you and I do, we make music. Uh, and I know that you are highly involved compared to me, in comparison to me, right? Um, but funny enough, even in my introduction yesterday, now, mind you, this was all a, a work on me going to do the job that I was called to do. Uh, because uh, you already know when you're trying to motivate people, or you're trying to point people in a direction, you, you're always pointing yourself into a direction. Um, but asking a deeper question was, not, it, it's funny, one of the things that, you know, we were going to talk about was me, you know, being a part of a record label and how it translates into my business today as far as leading people. Um, but also the thought that I have about being a rapper in front of a lot of people that never knew that I was a rapper, right? It's a question. It's, it's, it's a thing. Um, and, and funny enough, this is a question that I thought to myself when I knew that I was going to get up there and talk about it. And when she introduced me, she introduced me as, uh, you know, my friend Troy. I knew him forever. We worked in the same businesses. She didn't say anything about music, but the DJ was playing music once I walked up to the stage. And she's like, oh, you about to come to the stage like you used to? Just like that and handed me the mic. And he let the music start playing. And I started going like I was going to kick a flow. I said a couple things. Everybody everybody was crunk, right? Everybody was lit up in that mug. And I stopped and I was like, nah, nah, nah. But again, question answered. The judgment that I thought would have been there had I done that was nowhere close, right? And that's why, you know, really trying to evaluate, like you evaluate things from a, a sense of none, not knowing all the time. That's the reason why the questions are important. Like without experiencing something, I could tell you that it's hard. Without um, going through it, I can tell you that there are all these obstacles, but the reality of it is it's all fabricated, it's all made up. And that's the reason why you have to dig deeper to really see or put yourself in a situation. But, you know, nonetheless, go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And it, one, it's cool that she she said like you used to do, like just recognizing like you you still do this. You know what I mean? And because yeah. um, that, that wouldn't have been a, a, a thought if she hadn't known who you are. Uh, but 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 something else I was thinking about, too, with the question, I was thinking about the quest that I'm on right uh, right now, currently. And I was thinking recently, I was like. I haven't done music in a little bit. And I and I was I was kind of questioning myself about that. But one of the things I just realized in this previous moment was uh I didn't ask myself any new questions about music. So like like the, the spiritual music kind of came about from a question. It was a quest. I was like, can I make this type of music and help and it still go hard, still do all of this? And I answered that question. But again, answers in things. And I don't want to end the music side of me because I love music too much. I enjoy it. So it's just really asking bigger questions, asking deeper questions, different questions associated with the music, still aligned with how I want to align. Because again, we, in the same way we design our reality, we get to design the, our quest. What is our quest that we're going on? And we get to design it by just asking those right questions. So um, just in... The spirit of quest. I shouted you out in my speech yesterday a couple times, just FYI. Um, one of the things that I um, I, I talked about, and, and it's literally directly tied to you know asking deeper questions was um, resetting your baseline, right? What is your true baseline? And I literally you know told him like how you know we we when we get behind we set the stage to get back to where we were and try to instead of trying to go to where we want to be. And um, I guess the biggest question, the, the biggest question is where you where do you truly want to be? Who do you truly want to be and how do you truly want to be like because you get to dictate each. I know it might sound like the same question, but it's not. You get to dictate all of those different things, who you want to be, how you want to be it and, and how you want to feel about, it. you know, um, how 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 it's supposed to feel. Uh, go ahead, Jack. Yeah, something. So I'm always amazed how everything relates to everything. But I mean, we know it's true because all is one. So everything is like a copy or a derivative of, of the one. Uh, but when you said establish your baseline, this is something we talked about from previous weeks. It didn't even click musically a baseline like that's that sets your cadence. That's the base for the song. Like, you know, what type of song is going to be based on that baseline. Same way with your life. Based on that baseline, you know what kind of life you're going to have. And so it's it's establishing your baseline or changing your baseline, the cadence of which your base, and it's just cool that it, it, it relates musically as well. But go ahead. No, 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 I'm 100% I'm with you. So I guess when it comes to that, I, I really think that's a good starting point, like establish your baseline. Who do you want to be? Yeah. 
and which is a question you know, in itself. Go ahead. I I I, I know it's it's it, so it's a it's it's the crazy part about that mug, and, and I'm only talking about from my standpoint. That's a hard question to answer. It's a hard question to literally say this is what I want to do or how I want to do it because it feels like I cut off so much of myself when I say it. And so I think that the ideal here is being all inclusive. You have, and this is why asking all the, the right questions are important because number one, it's can I be more than one thing? Obviously, we do it every day. But how does that make sense to me? How can I be all of these different things? How can I have the time to do it? And again, these are stuff, the things that because we're asking the questions, we can start to develop an answer for it. How can I do these? How can I not lose a step in my life? How can I be happy doing this and still be able to move toward what I'm trying to move toward? Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, when you when you ask that question, it made me think of related questions that I, I do want to answer to myself that I probably do after this. But when you say, who do I want to be, right? So let's say I jotted down who I want to be. My next question is, well, who, who am I? Like, who am I now? This is who I want to be, but who am I now? But then another question that, that came to mind is, can I be who I want to be? And, or like, have I been that before? Because again, we, we don't realize how much we've actually been throughout our life, but we might have let it go for some reason. We might have convinced ourselves. Otherwise, people might see us that way now, even though we might not see ourselves. But it, it is definitely worth exploring, especially as, if it moves you closer to who you want to be. And it, even in realizing you might be that person already. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And I love looking at both aspects because at the end of the day, um, you know, what's funny is all the businesses that we started, not to say that I would do anything different, but um, I think that realizing who I was and then who I wanted to be, like looking at them literally with detail in a way that, I, that I'm thinking it, it would maybe have dissuaded me or made me go into a situation better prepared because I think that, you know, one of the things that we always talk about it, if when we first started this show, we said we was going to be on here four years later, still being able to do this, well, we have really signed up for it. Well, it really just depends on all the questions that we answered along the way. Now, the thing is, we were able to answer questions because we were just kind of living through faith and, and experience. But had we answered all those questions right up front, we probably still would have done the same thing, but even elevated ourselves even more because we would have had different questions to answer. And I think that's important by getting those those uh, front facing questions out of the way because now you have more questions that you get to answer and be able to elevate yourself. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and I'm even thinking about that process too. Like, I remember how how tough it seemed when we first started doing Perfect Mode. Like, I, I remember like it was it was so many questions that had to be answered just within myself. Just like, man, can I really do this? Can this be done? And it's been a long time since I've asked some more questions regarded related to this. And that's that's eye opening too because it's like. Why, like you know, why did you become complacent in certain things? Um, and it, but that that's across the board with my with my life too. Is there certain things that's like, huh? This I definitely would want to improve this, but why have I come become complacent in this as well? And we don't always stop to ask ourselves these questions. And that is funny too, because like I can't wait to ask myself all of these questions now. And, but but I, I can't wait to figure out a way to implement this on a regular basis because I again like I've had times and periods where I've done this. But then I don't do it again for like six months at a time or or at a new year when new year comes around. Go ahead. So I'm, I'm going to throw this into the hat as well. Uh, and again, this is all tied to me going to speak yesterday. But even outside of me speaking, just from the standpoint of me, you doing me and you doing perfect mode every week. When you ask these questions to yourself, because that's where you got to start at. You also got to make sure that on a consistent basis that you're around people who not necessarily want the same thing that you want, but are wanting to answer the same questions that you kind of want to answer for yourself. Because they're all kind of similar anyway, even though it's going to be unique based off what you're trying to accomplish. Um, but the reason why I say that is, so number one, every week, bro, um, whether we have this topic or not. Now, this topic is more intentional because it doesn't allow you just to ask a question. It's making you dive a little bit deeper into the questions that you may have already asked yourself but the point of being around people that are trying to answer these questions is that their energy kind of flows through you and the reason why i can say that 100 percent is because every week that we do a show 
that Sunday, just like going to church, I'm re-energized to figure out everything about my life. Um, but even when I go to yesterday, when I when I left um, the event, so yesterday I had two events. I only spoke about one, but mm-hmm. both events were tied to me promoting my brokerage, promoting my brand, promoting my 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 group, and and being there. Even at the first event where I didn't speak, with no words being spoken, because there were other businesses trying to accomplish this, I started to answer, ask myself a lot of questions. Number one, should I be here? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I legit like the people that are here? That's number one. And then in asking that question, I, I got to look and say, you know what? I'm supposed to be here. Now, the next question is, how do I make myself um, not necessarily be above, but stand out more? Or how do I make myself prominent figure and again these are all questions that other people are um i feel like they're asking themselves because we're all in a in a in a critique mode we're all in a mode of i need to make sure that i'm whatever and just moving on to uh you know my second event yesterday you know me talking it was all elevation mindset but that was all the energy from all the people that I was around because I know that we were all in the kind of same same wavelength. So much so that when I got home, I was start I started working. And I and, and the funny thing is I asked myself a question last night. It was why am I working? But the reason why I was working was because all the energy was still flow. I, I couldn't. It didn't dissipate. It didn't go anywhere. And I, I think that you know, along with asking these questions, is putting yourself in a situation where you can feel the energy of other people trying to do the exact same thing. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I, I love that. And yesterday, I, I did a lot of work, too, because I, I had this project <laughs> I was working on, and I asked myself, can I finish this today? It was it was a big product, I mean, project, and I, I was like, I can. Let me just go ahead and do it. So I, I don't know, maybe it was some residual energy. But I, what I want to say about questions, what, what I want to say about questions was it, it works in a number of ways, too. So um, I remember back in my younger years, like college, I think I was about to pull a prank on somebody and then uh, on one of my friends. And then in the midst of me doing it, my friend asked me, he said, why would you do that? And just the way he said it, like it stopped me in my tracks. And I had to really ask myself, like, why would I do? You know what I mean? Like, and and, yeah. and I never stopped to ask myself before. I was just in the spirit of the flow of whatever I was doing. But it like just that act had a had a profound um, just impact, just period. But not only that in the field that I'm in, like, uh, like life coaching, spiritual help, when I'm helping people, questions are the real way that can heal people. Cause it's not like anyone can heal someone else. It's just you, it's revealed to you that within you holds the key to everything that you want. And so when asking people questions, it gets them to the root of what they think the problem is, but it also gets them to the, the remedy to show that it, it's no problem at all. And not only that, like, even with questions, it, it stops arguments. You know, when people are arguing about who's right and who's wrong, if you ask the right questions, you get to the truth where nobody cares who's right or wrong. You just, you're, you're to that 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 hidden part from yourself that you didn't realize was there. So I want to add another piece to this, and that is a question specifically, and is am I afraid to be who or what I say that I want to be? Uh, and uh, again, this is again a question that I haven't always asked myself. Um, but this is the cool part about it. Again, I'm gonna shout out to my boy, quite Frank, from yesterday, um, and telling his story and coming from the record label and getting into fashion along with uh, the music because that was his pathway to music. Um, one of the things that he just posted one day was he was a. Uh, a, a fashion show host he just posted one day he decided i'm just a fashion show host right and he said within a couple of days somebody hit him up and was like do you want to come host a fashion show now i know for myself there have been many times where i've had the 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 the, the inkling to go ahead and just say i'm this thing or i i can do this thing but then i was also afraid of now again, I know that the thing that I'm saying that I could do, I could, I could do, but I was afraid of the response that I might have gotten from people, or I was afraid that I was going to get these things and not be fully prepared to do whatever it was that I said that I can do. And so um, I think that uh, asking that specific question, and, and and I shout him out because 
it was a realization moment for me too. There have been times where I said I was a thing and it happened. And one of the things was a motiv motivational speaker. Now, asking myself, did I ever ask myself, am I afraid to do it? And the reality was I had asked myself that. And once I was able to kill myself of that fear, I put it up and then life started to happen. And so I think that, you know, just asking that question is a very, very big part of it. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And shout out to Frank. I actually uh, I sent him a song to get to get on recently. So, yeah, I think he's going to I think he still got it. But, yeah. Um, to those questions. Right. That That's that's a big question. Like, are you afraid of this? Because, yeah, for me, sometimes the answer has been yes, which uh, which automatically means dang, I got to do it just just to get over. Like, <laughs> the only way to get over it is just, I just got to do it. Even even if this yeah. might not be in line with anything else. Um, Straight up. Yeah, it, it, and Soto, but 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 the beautiful thing about questions is you can ask them in a way that it would work for you. So it's like let let's say let's say you were stopped by fear and you didn't want to just do it. You can ask the question like, how can I still do this without doing this part, or how can I still do this but slowly overcome this, or how can I still do this and overcome this quickly? Like whatever question you set. Your your subconscious, your brain is going to work for an answer for you. It multiple answers. It's going to pull in examples from everything it sees, everyone around you. People are going to be attracted. You're going to attract people to you that has the answer to the questions. You'll probably turn on YouTube and like, oh, they're talking about this thing that I just had a question about. How cool is that? So just remember that even if you are stopped in your tracks by what you should do next, just keep asking questions and use the questions to calibrate what should be done. 100 look the very first again the very first time i did a speaking occasion this is how my brain was going it was like are you afraid of this yes i am yes i am like but the but the, the next question was why are you afraid of this what about this is scary okay well what if when i get up there it's like crickets like what if I get it like all of these things that's all movie stuff, a lot of the stuff, you know, that I'll have fears of stuff that you've seen in the movies. What if I got a picture? like I'm so nervous I got a picture of people naked? Like all of these things kind of came to my mind. And the reason why I was able to get past it and realize that the fear wasn't real is because of me asking the questions, number one, but I was able to draw back on different experiences that had I not asked the question, I wouldn't have realized what I was capable of. And again, that's one of the things that I, you know, I kind of talked to the people in the vision board um, conference about was, you know, what type of people come to a vision board thing? People that have already experienced success in their life. So let's not sit in here as if we're not successful. Everybody here is successful. We're trying to take the next step. And so even in these fears that I'm talking about is like, you know, what type of people go speak to you know, go speak to people, people that talk to people all the time. OK, Troy, well, when have you spoke to people? Oh, well, dang, you were a manager at Chase for all of these years. You used to have meetings. Oh, you had the record label. You had to talk in front of these people. Now, it might be 50 more people or 100 more people, but you've already experienced it. Okay, so now it's not a fear of speaking in front of people. It's not a fear of people not being responsive. It's more of a fear of failure. Okay, so why are you afraid to fail and how can you fail? And so when you talk about those questions starting to pour in, if you're not afraid to answer them, because that's another part of it as well, or you're if you're truly going to be honest with yourself, which is another part as well. Like I've lied to myself. I've lied to myself um, in ways that I shouldn't have, and it crippled me. So if you're not afraid to lie, if you're not afraid to tell yourself the truth and answer the questions, it will lead you to the pathway of whatever it is, or it'll make you realize that maybe this is not what I really want because these things are not things that I want of my life. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, what's funny about a lie is a lie can affect you as much as the truth. And so it's just whichever one you identify with at any point. So like in a way, when they say fake it till you make it, it's just it's just that it might not be outwardly true to the world, but it can be true to you right now and still affect you as truth. But you, oh, go ahead. Like you want to say? No, something. no. I just said. I said real talk. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, like, you can you can even use a lie to improve your life. Like, like straight up. Because once it becomes your truth, it's your truth. It's no longer a lie. Um, but what I wanted to say too, what was funny about the public speaking thing, I used to be nervous as well. Even though, like, 
once I did it, I always gave good speeches or, or had good good things with it. And what I had learned about myself is like, what was I afraid of? I was afraid that maybe I might get booed. But then I, I asked myself, what happens if you get booed? And it's a flip. It's like I will become ultra confident. <laughs> like, how dare y'all boo me? And I got the mic right now. Like, it, it, it's one of those type of things. And, and I've been in situations like that, like maybe interviews or something where I got so nervous that I ended up flipping and becoming so confident that I just did great just from the, the confidence of it. And it's, it's just funny how that works. But go ahead. Let me give you an example of telling a lie to yourself, right? And living that lie because the lie that you've told yourself is enough to hold you, right? I worked for Chase Bank for eight years. Eight years. Now, mind you, I 100% know that I was an entrepreneur. 100% flat out know. When I was in high school, we sold candy uh, at the school. And I realized how easy it was. I started selling candy myself. When I got into college, I started working all these odd jobs. And I did door-to-door sales. I was always good at it. Like, I was always able to go and do all of this stuff, right? Started a record label in college as well with you. Uh, We managed tons of artists. I was an entrepreneur. We were going out soliciting business for our our, uh, label. Getting uh, shouts out to my girl Candice. I appreciate you joining us today. Um, I've always been a supporter of the music and every child win, so I appreciate you. Um, but um, uh, in college, ran the label, like made money for the label, scheduled stuff. Like we did all these things, right? Then you fast forward, and then all of the businesses that we have outside of that. And while I was working at Chase during all of this time, these eight years in Citigroup, one of the things that you would hear me say out of my mouth all the time was, man, I love this place. If it wasn't for the traffic or if it wasn't for this, I would work here for forever. That's what I was telling myself. Now, mind you, in my soul, I know that I'm an entrepreneur. I know that I operate the best for myself whenever I'm operating alone, right? But I kept telling myself this over and over again, and I I would blame it on the traffic. So on the way to work, I would be mad at traffic every day because I didn't want to be mad at work. Right now, I'm not saying that I should have not been mad at work, but I'm just saying in order for me to have my peace of mind and be there, I had to tell I had to tell myself that I love it. And the only reason that I don't like it is because of all these different things. But everything that I would name, I would always have some type of attitude toward. It would always be the one thing that could rupture or ruin my day. And then one day I told myself the truth. I do this job because I feel like I have to. I do this because I'm trying to take care of my family and I haven't figured out another way. I don't know the entrepreneurial path for myself that, that I could be successful at. So now I, I, I've shifted. Now, mind you, I was eight, eight years lying to myself, making myself um, do something that I could not optimize who Troy really was in the process. And the moment when I allowed myself, and again, I was, I was afraid to, not, to tell myself the truth. That's the that's what's crazy about it. I didn't want to tell myself you can be successful not working here. You can you can I I I didn't know what that really looked like. I didn't have any examples, and so because of that, living that lie, I was able to I I ended up spending a lot more time, and I would never call it wasted because I still learn stuff there. But I spent a lot more time doing things that were not of me that I didn't want to be of me because I felt like it was comfortable and I was afraid of the question. I was afraid of the answer. So lying to myself was way easier. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny when you're talking, I was thinking about how like, like questions reveal the truth and, but the answers can sometimes be lies. You know what I mean? But the answers can sometimes Man. be truth. And there's been, there's been questions I've answered with, I can't like, how can I do this? I can't. That's the end of it. it, it it's done. It, it stops. And I cut myself off from just a, a, a type of life or a type of this by answering it. I can't. Now, I can't can be very true as long as I accept it. But if I don't, it's a lie. Like there is a way I can. So how can I with this limitation? And, and similar to you, I, I, like, of course, that made me think about my work journey and, and leaving work because I was at that job for 14 years. Um, and and for, for some time, it was like, how can I how can I leave right now? I accepted that I just can't. I don't I don't have the money. I don't have this. And I didn't I didn't take it even further 
until I even until I finally changed my question, which I could have changed it to a higher level had I known what I know now. But I just changed it to, OK, well, if I can't leave, how can I make the best of this to put myself in a position to leave one day? And that's when I got to answer. Just 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 do the best in all these aspects that you can. And ultimately, that's what ended up happening. Go ahead. So I, I want to throw this out there about the the. the one of the reasons or the fears that we had was we can't leave it because we don't have enough money. And the craziest part about that lie or that story to ourselves is that when we actually did leave, we did not have an absorbent amount of money to substantiate what we thought we needed to take care of. Like we, we, we did it right. It was like, we just, we made a decision at some point, and because we made the decision, no matter what lie was told, we were deciding to win out of the lie that we had told ourselves. And again, the, the, go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. Well, I was say, not only that, the job is never an accepted answer anymore, at least for us. Like, it's, 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 been, it's been times where it's like, okay, I got, I got to get some money. How can I get money and get a job? No. Um, and then, like, how can I get money without getting a job if more answers will come? Go ahead. So, so, so two, two, two things about that, right? Because I want to go back and I, I don't want to make it seem like we're anti-job. Uh, anti-job, because that's not the case. But I think that um, the reason why you don't see as many people excel at their jobs is because they are telling the same lie that I told to myself, right? Now, uh, again, in the beginning, I was an agent at Chase. I was actually an agent at Citigroup as well. And then because I was telling myself that lie, I started to do things in such a way. I love this job. So I started to do things in such a way to get me promoted. So both jobs, I got promoted, right? Now, there was another level of promotion that I was seeking. And it wasn't that the things that had to be done in order for me to reach the next level, I couldn't do. But the energy that I needed in order to do it, I never had. The reason why I didn't have the energy is because everything to that point was a lot. And so once the lie started to become what, because the thing is, I knew that I could not sit and do the things that I was doing because I wasn't happy, but I was never verbalizing that I'm not happy being an agent. So I just became a manager. I'm not happy being a manager. So I'm trying to become an AVP. But along those lines, there were different stuff. And the more stuff that I had to do for a job that I didn't like, it made it even tougher. And so I said that to say that for anybody that's actually working a job, make sure you're telling yourself the truth. Because if you tell yourself the truth, whether you're looking to elevate your, your level at work, meaning the, the, the actual job that you're doing, or just finding complete joy in your job, meaning you can, you know what I'll look forward to? I look forward to traffic when I gotta go show somebody a house. I don't care. When I was going to work, I didn't want to I didn't want to get in traffic when you're happy all the things that could make you upset tend to go by the wayside there have been plenty of times where I went to like a family uh, an event or an occasion and I was so happy to see some people the people that I wasn't happy to see I didn't see them they were there but I didn't the energy never touched me so I think that you know just making sure you um you tell yourself those those true truths is very important. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. Uh, shout out to to Lachelle. She she's been on the show shout before, but I got this from her. She calls it a temperature check. Where like on a regular mm. basis, you yeah. ask yourself, "Am I happy? Am I happy right now?" Yeah. And so right. And, and to that, like I, I've had some time, some instances where some rare instances where it's like, "Nah, I'm not." And then you can then ask further questions. Now the the thing about this though is to keep in mind is the level of questioning you have, because let's say I, I might say, why am I not happy? And it could be about a circumstance and then it could be about another circumstance. So then I might start asking myself, how can I fix this particular circumstance? How can I fix this? But instead you could just be like, well, how can I remain happy all the time? How can I always be happy? And it encompasses all those little individual circumstances instead of addressing them individually. Cause it's, it's the same amount of effort of question asking but in, instead you're just you're you're going to the highest level that you know how to get to at that particular time so so stay high on the questions i'm gonna tell you what's funny that makes me think so i have a five-year-old son 
his name is Brody. And uh, Brody is in kindergarten right now. And the craziest part thing is every single day when he gets home, I, I ask him and his big brother, of course, I ask them, how was your day? And they don't really like to talk a lot about school and stuff, you know what I mean? But they, you know, they'll say good or they'll say bad. And I generally be like, well, why was it good? You know, tell me specifically why it was good. Now, the reason why I'm pointing that out is because I'm trying to make sure that I ask the deeper questions. I make sure that they understand what they're saying. Because, again, I told you for years I went to job and said I loved it. It was great. And that was it because it, there was really no substance behind it. So that's number one. But going back to my five-year-old Brody uh, and, and to your point about asking, you know, more and more questions, I would ask this kid, how was your day? And he'll tell me that it was a bad day. And so me, I'm like, how would a five-year-old, this is me asking myself, question, how would a five-year-old have a bad day? The whole day was bad? So I'll say, Brody, why was it bad? And then he'll say, well, I'm just going to make up a name because I want to call another kid out. But Jose, um, he got in trouble today. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, like, why is your day, day bad? Because Jose got in trouble today. And so it was like, my friend, I don't want him to get in trouble. Okay, cool. And so the next thing that I had to make, because it's not that his, his entire day is messed up. His entire day was bad because of that one incident. That's how we live, right? Starts then. So I started to ask him, I said, so how was your breakfast this morning? How was Miss, how was Miss uh, Gonzalez? Was she nice today? How was Uma? I'm just naming up another kid. And I started asking him all these things. How, how, what kind of work did you do? Did you do good with it? How was your coloring? Did you color in the lines today? And so I asked him all this stuff. And so I'm building up a case to say, it sounded like you had a great day. It sounded like your, your day was good. And helping him see that answering all these questions helps him really have a true um, depiction of what really was going on. And I think that's a part of it. Now, again, if I come back and relate this to myself, I was telling myself the lie I had a great day. This was a beautiful day at work. And again, I'm glad that I was able to be in a positive mindset about it, but it's not about the positive mindset that I'm trying to convey. It's about trying to find out where we really want to be and how we want to be. And so the, the proper questions was, why is this so great? Why is this so great, Troy? It, because your, your boss is nice. Okay. Because you have good coworkers. Okay. Is that enough for you? That's another question. Is that how you saw yourself? If that's not how you saw yourself, how do you see yourself? Can you still go here, be around great coworkers and have a great boss and still see your, you know, being these? And I think that, you know, tying all that gives you a, the perfect picture. Go ahead, Jay. Yes. So, well, one, I, I think is I, I think it's good that you asked your son positive ended questions, right? Because again, like like questions are a gateway to the truth, um, and it can be. And, and you were asking the questions. I, I was, I, of course, you know, we apply things to ourselves. And I realized something like I don't always like answering other people's questions. Um, and it, it, but it's a lot that it depends on it. Like, do they really care? Does it even matter? Uh, like, like sometimes some questions can snap you out of this particular moment where it's like almost like a slap in the face. Like, wait, I'm happy right now. Why are you, why are you asking me about this this other thing that I'm not even thinking about? Um, uh, unless I, unless I, I know that I'm going to be in that, like if I'm doing an interview, it's different. I, I know that, okay, there's going to be some question ask, asking. So because of that, um, we, we, we treat people how we want to be treated. I make sure to ask questions that I know would lift the person up by answering them or just, you know, just, just add energy to it. And so it, it, I, the, the reason I'm bringing this up is just I never really considered that aspect of questions, like receiving questions and asking questions and who you're asking to and, and who you're being asked from that just kind of makes the difference because somebody can ask a question and it could just be offensive based on who's asking. But at the same time, why is that offensive? Then that, that lets me know a lot of stuff to, about myself, but, but go ahead. No, no. So me too. <laughs> you know, trust me, I have been aggravated um, before when questioning I felt like was, was dumb, um, in my personal opinion, you know what I'm saying? Or I felt like it was obvious, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know why I'm doing it. You know, it's some some things that uh, they have rubbed me the wrong way. 
but to the point that you're making, and I don't know if I don't, you know, I don't know if you're making this point, but this is the point that I'm getting from it, uh, especially with me, you know, trying to lead my kids in the way that I try to lead them is how should I really look at the questioning, which is another question in itself. Like, how should I be with it? Regard, and, and my thing is, regardless of who is asking the question, because the question that I would ask, I should ask myself also is, do I think that this person sees or is trying to aggravate me or lead me down a pathway that they don't in themselves truly believe is a positive pathway? And when I really think about that, and I think about all the people that have asked me questions in my life. Now, mind you, everybody that's in my life are there because I allowed them to be. So it's not like I have a random person just coming up and saying, oh, why you didn't do your work today, Troy? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's it's always people that somewhere they've touched my life where I feel like their, their, their value is important in being there. So why would I ever feel um, attacked or feel like it's a dumb question just because I don't understand the standpoint or the viewpoint that they are looking at me in? And it's also... It also might be tied to, and again, this is why you got to ask your question, who am I? Um, it might also be tied to what I've shown somebody. Like they might only see you the way that you've shown yourself and you don't even realize how you've shown it. Because there have been times um, where I have not necessarily had the best look on my face and somebody thought something was wrong, right? And so they're tiptoeing around me because they don't want to aggravate me or they don't want to um, make me feel in, you know, outside of myself and then asking me what's wrong. I'm asking, telling you, don't ask me what's wrong. You know, what's wrong with me. Like, you know, it's just all of these little things that kind of come along with it. And, and funny enough, shouts out to my, my five-year-old is probably like that dude gets on my nerves. I love that dude, but he, but he gets on my nerve because he's the person that's asking the questions because he is as real as it comes. That kid will look at me in any moment if my face is not happy. If it's not, if I'm not, if I'm not just sitting right there like, or looking like I want to do something, he'll say, what's wrong with you? What's what you mad at? You mad about something? Are you mad at me, dad? And it's funny because whenever he's asking me that question, my answer is like, I'm not, I'm not mad at you. I don't never get mad at you. I might get disappointed in something that you do, but I'm never mad at you. I just know what you're capable of, right? But the funny thing is, if he hadn't asked me that, because he wants to ask the right questions too, that's why I say he he go he go hard. Is that he's trying to gain clarification for himself? So shouts out for us. It's another way for us to. It's not comfortable for me to answer that question for him, and it might not be comfortable for other people to answer the question for you, or for you to answer the question for yourself. But the reality of it is, the baseline changes when he does it. I understand that this is a loving conversation and I should answer so that way he can have a true understanding of where we stand. And again, people don't look at us that way. They look at us only what we give out. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, the 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 question, again, like the question and the answer are one in the sense that the question reveals so many answers just in the question. Like, because some, some questions you like, okay, do I want to go this deep to give them the real answer? Then why wouldn't I want to give them the real answer? Why, why, or why would I just want to just give them a two-word answer just to bring us back to a, a place of silence? You know, it, it's so many, it's so many things that that come come about. But all questions are designed to get you to your personal truth, whether you like the question or not. Like, and and if we can remember that that one truth about questions, it can change how we go about it in a sense. Like, we we can start to look at questions differently. When asked, even even when we're asked the the main offensive questions, because those help us the most. Like even the even the why are you mad right now? Why aren't you happy right now? Nobody wants to hear that question because because it, it reveals that okay, I, I'm I'm not I'm not happy, but now I know I'm not happy. But I didn't even know I didn't I didn't even know that I wasn't happy until somebody pointed it out, which means it's apparent. Which means like, hey, now I feel a type of way about that being shown to everybody else. All of these answers flood, but. But yeah, just go ahead. You get what I'm saying. No, no. Honestly, when you was hitting it, I forgot what I want to say because you was you was hitting that mud like straight up though. Because that's kind of how once you recognize what you've given off, 
and you recognize it, other people recognize it, then you're in a whole different playground. Like, and you still got all the questions, right? Um, yeah, but that that's why I say, like, oh, oh, well, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 you, you go ahead. Like, we only get mad, like, for real mad at the stuff people say to us that we thought we hid. Like, that's it. Like, again, if somebody said, hey, you look like marbles. I don't, know about it, man. I don't even mean nothing to me. But if there if there's something that hit a nerve before that or that I'm subconscious about and, and subconscious about, and then somebody says says that thing, then I could be more prone to get mad. But it, it's only to the things that we think are true that we thought we've also hid from the world. So this is just the question, right? And um, just something to think about. And it's based off what you just said. And I, I think that the thought is why do we not have time to answer these questions and what i mean by that is like you know in your example sometimes we're just rushed in our response i'm good i would have you know what i'm saying like it's just i don't want to spend the time to even explain myself not to them but not even to myself not even to myself like i can't even have a full-on conversation about what my life looks like to me and why I'm unhappy. Like, I don't got time to talk about why I'm unhappy to myself. I don't got time to write down why I'm unhappy to myself. And again, you know, shouts out to Nikita Jacobs again from the vision board party. And the reason why I say that is, and the reason why I co-signed the whole vision board experience is because, you know, why do I not have time to write out my success? You know what I'm saying? We always feel like we don't have enough time to answer the questions and put ourselves in a situation that we know we want. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, no, it's true. And, and, and then that, like, one of the most asked questions is, how you doing? Like, yeah, sometimes yeah. I feel like answering it, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just answer it as a reflex. And, but one of the questions I was just asking myself, like, how can I, how can I make that answer more fun for everybody? Like somebody say, how you doing? My booty itch. How you doing? You know, <laughs> like what? <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but I just wanted to give a, a quick example of how much joy an answer like that could actually bring. Uh, but, but, and that's kind of the point, like, well, for me at least, cause you know, happiness is a very important thing in my life. So how can I have a more happy <laughs> life? <laughs> One way is to answer questions with more joy. Go ahead. No, so I didn't want to touch on the how you doing uh, topic this entire conversation because that's definitely a big part of of, um, what we're talking about. And, you know, you heard the stories of somebody saying how you doing and somebody saying, um, you know, not good. And then the response from the other person has just been like, okay, and just keep on moving. Right. Yeah. And. um, (laughs) Okay. But the reason why I bring it up is because um, generally, this is just, at least this, this is just my what I think anyway. I don't know this to be a, a fact or not, but I would think that somebody that does not have the time or the proper, what we would deem the proper response to somebody like that is the same person that doesn't have the time for themselves either. Because again, you know, one of the, the things that we say, you know, on here all the time is how you do anything is how you do everything. And I just think that all the habits that we have are developed through repetition and, and, and experience. And that's also a habit of not caring or not asking questions. And I am myself guilty of all the things that I'm talking about. Um, you know, again, why I love the show is because I know that when this is over, I'll sit down and I'm going to, which it's funny because I started doing it last night. You know, last night when I start, I told you I came out, out of the meeting and I had all this energy to do all this work. And a part of that was because I, I decided to have time to ask myself even more questions. like Something as simple as, how do I want to feel tomorrow and what's going to make me feel that way? And a part of that was me giving all my energy last night the way that I did. I didn't go to sleep until four in the morning. And the crazy thing is, no, I know. Like, listen, I worked. Like I literally got and did real estate work when I came from doing real estate stuff all day. And then I worked out because I still had so much energy. I worked out at like three in the morning, man. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I, I just I just think that 
a simple way to start to determine would be to give it off to someone else, right? Whenever somebody, um, well, number one, if you have a question for somebody, ask it in a loving way, you know, because everybody's not always willing to receive it. I told you myself, I have been aggravated when people ask me questions that I don't feel like should be asked. Now, that's something that I'm going to be better at. But I think that a part of that is asking things in a way, and again, it doesn't mean that somebody's not going to be irritated, but in a way that's more loving, more soft to people. Because what will in turn happen is that's your rep. That's your practice. You will in turn start to ask yourself those questions the same way. But not only that, teaching the people around you to ask questions in a way that you are receptive to. And you do that by doing it to them. But go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And, and just thinking about that, too, I, I was thinking how, like, how you answer questions determines the journey that you're on, the quest that you're on. And so it's like you, sh you should answer questions more mindfully. You should ask more mindful questions and you should answer more in, in, a, in a way that's mindful because, yeah, somebody can take that what you said and run with it and they think that's how to treat you or that's how to approach you or that's how to, to ask you questions from now on. Um, you know, just, just based on, on what you give them, whether it's a blanket answer or where it's, where it's an in-depth in answer. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot with questions. It, it's, it's that basic element that, that creates. So, and I'll say this as a true life experience of how I know, um, that it works you know what i'm saying now there have been times where you've come and asked me a question and i think that you've come and asked me questions because of what i've been able or how i've been able to respond over the years you might hit me up and be like hey man what you think about this song right and again i know that you never know think that i'm attacking or you never think that i'm trying to give you any negative criticism but if there was anything that I ever didn't like, my response would first be to tell you what I liked all the time. Man, you, you listen to me. You wrecked that mug. You you said this. You said this. The only thing that I would have said is maybe I didn't. The chorus wasn't what I liked, or maybe. But I did it in which might not even be gentle to you, right? I'm just telling you what's gentle to me. I'm telling you how to create the reps for yourself. So that way you're able to ask yourself and answer yourself in ways that are ways to push you forward. So what I have thought of in my mind as the most gentle and soft way to respond, I do that. But then whenever I create for myself and I have the same question about a song, I would say, Troy, do you like this song? And I would be like, well, you know what? I did go hard on those verses, but the chorus really wasn't everything that I wanted it to be. And so now I have the energy to to put toward making it better because I haven't killed myself and I approached myself in a way that I feel like it, I, I can be approached. But not only that, that was repetitions that I've given off to somebody else. And so I said I'll have to say, even when you're asking someone questions, you want to you know what's you know what's right for you. And it doesn't mean that it's right for somebody else. But you also, whenever you're being thoughtful to yourself, you are going to be thoughtful to other people. And that's how you turn that around. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to wrap it up. So oh, we yeah, definitely can talk about this all day because there's a lot more I would love to man, say about man, questions. Man, man. But I, I can't wait to start asking myself certain questions and answering them yep. after this and making it a regular part of my my habit. Um so, yeah, so I, well, well, you got some closing remarks, Troy? I just want to just tell everybody, man, look, we're grateful for everybody that joined us today. Um, just know that without y'all, we wouldn't be here. We'd definitely be doing something, but we wouldn't be right here doing what we're doing or the way that we're doing it. Um, so just knowing that people are present, um, even when people give feedback, you have to understand you help us to realize our profession. And we hopefully, you know, hope we hope that we help you realize it as well because y'all are great. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are perfect people. And the way that we really get there is by working through all of these details, the way that we work through them to realize where we are prominent in our own life. Um, but Jay, you can go ahead and take us out, bro. Yeah. And, and everything he just said, and, and I, I appreciate y'all rocking with us. If you found this helpful, hit that, hit that 
like button, that share button, share with some people, tell people about it. Start asking better questions for yourself. Uh, start asking people better questions too as well. And just, yeah, just remember you're a perfect being created by a perfect creator. So you might as well accept your perfection and enter perfect mode. Yeah. If I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down or step into your perfection? Welcome to Perfect Mode, where there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay, rapper, the spiritual teacher, with my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real, so let's be perfect. Perfect!